Um, let me tell you about uh, Jace Medical and the, look, the shortages that have been really hitting us uh, lately. You know about this over the past few years and, and over the past few months even. I, you never thought this was going to happen in America. And if you happen to be someone who has a family that they care about and, uh, you know, you don't know in, in a situation where you just need basic medications, whether they're going to be around anymore. I mean, you don't, you think about this as a problem that like North Korea deals with, not not the United States of America. But the Jace case can help you with this. It's a personalized emergency kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings. They've got all sorts of stuff you can do to customize this. And you can buy a gift card for a loved one just so they can get uh, set up as well. Do this for yourself and for your family. It's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. The code is back for a discount at your checkout, J-A-S-E medical.com. Pat and Stu today for Glenn. His voice gave away uh, gave away yesterday, so uh, we're filling in today. Hopefully, he's back tomorrow. Meantime, uh, the border is secure, and uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh my gosh, airtight, airtight. In oh, fact, wow. in fact, air stops at the Texas border. You can't get air there. Is this the yeah. same thing they did with COVID with the plexiglass, or what happened exactly? I, we can't. It's classified. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's classified. We can't talk about it, but we will uh, in one minute. <laughs> Sometimes the answer to the problem you're facing in life is staring you right in the face, and you either didn't notice it or you've been ignoring it. If you're one of those people living with pain, you might have gotten to the point where you just accepted that this is how life is. Well, that doesn't have to be. It really doesn't. Uh, The answer may well be right in front of you as it was for Glenn back in the day when Relief Factor helped him get his life back. And it could work for you, too. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. It's 100% drug-free, and it was developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. For a million people, more than a million people now, have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. It's working for them. It can work for you, too. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week Quick Start Kit. It's only $19.95, and it comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So why not give it a try? Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. When you feel the difference, you know it works with Relief Factor. So border secure? The border. I the border is have, secure. I have a whole list of topics right here uh-huh. uh, that I just wrote down. Stuff that we were going to talk about today. Make sure we got to. Okay. I didn't even write down the border being secure. You didn't. 
I, I don't know how I missed this story. Yeah, how did you? Because my understanding either. of it, it was a crisis. Like we have no. millions of people pouring across the border every year. Uh, it has been, it's as bad as it's ever been. Right. Uh, you know, a lot no. of these people are coming across, uh, you know, and claiming asylum. We've an asylum problem. Some of these people mm-hmm. are coming across committing crimes, violent crimes. Mm-hmm. A, a murder happened recently in Georgia we were talking about. And, but you're saying now it's secure? Well, I mean, you're showing your xenophobia there. Okay. Your racist xenophobia. Oh. You know. Wow. Uh, I don't want to show that. Because, no, you don't. Even if I have it, I don't don't want to show it. Right. I don't want to reveal that. It's understandable. But you just did for some (sighs) reason. Darn it! And I think it's despicable because, uh, well, KJP was asked yesterday uh, about, for instance, why the Border Patrol Union is going to join Donald Trump tomorrow on the border, but not Joe Biden. Uh, Is there anything new that you can share about the president's visit to the border on Thursday? Does he have any plans to announce any executive actions? So I don't have anything to, I'm not going to get ahead of the president, don't have anything to to, uh, announce at this time. We've we've spoken to executive actions. I've spoken to that many times. Uh, We think the bottom line is the way to have dealt with this uh, border, the challenge Mm -hmm. that we see at the border, what we see with this immigration, a broken immigration system that has been broken for decades, (laughs) is if we, if... Republicans have moved forward yeah, uh, with um, uh, with the bipartisan deal that came mm-hmm. out of the Senate. But instead of doing that, instead Donald of that, Trump, listen to Donald word. Trump, the former president, uh-huh. and they made it about politics. They did not right. make it about an issue that majority of Americans care about. Oh, well, that's interesting because the majority of Americans very much care about the border right mm-hmm. now, and they've only been awakened to it. Really, in the last couple of years since Greg Abbott, Texas's governor, started sending people across the country to let them understand what's going on here at the border. And by the way, here's you know a few thousand people for you to deal with up there. This is what we deal with every day. Welcome to it. Uh, you like it? And you know what the answer is? No, we don't. We don't like it in the Northeast. Hmm. We don't, they don't like it at Martha's Vineyard. They don't like it in New York City. They don't like it here or there. They don't like it anywhere. <laughs> uh, it's true. They, yeah. they seem to be very upset about it. In fact, you know, uh, Eric Adams is now saying they need to change the sanctuary city law. Yeah, how about that? Which is fascinating after Isn't he it? ran on a platform that said we will continue to be, be a sanctuary city and will always be welcome welcoming to immigrants uh, coming into mm-hmm. the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess now he's a racist. <laughs> I think that's how this is supposed to work. And I, I was told, so. by the way, all the things that were in the bipartisan border deal were racist as of like six months ago or yeah. three months ago. And now all of a sudden they just can't get the Republicans to care about the border. Yeah, even though that's really? all we've we been talking about for, tw- for I, years. I mean, I've known Pat Gray for how many years now? Tw- around 20 years. Yeah. And I don't know that I've ever heard you talk about anything other than the border, <laughs> with the possible exception of Foreigner being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Which I've also finally accomplished. Yeah, you have. Yes, yeah, I, it, it took well, a long they're not in the Hall of Fame yet, but at least they got nominated. They did get nominated. So we got them to the starting line, I think. Now it's up to everybody else to get other them than across that, the finish line. I mean, I kind of, no, no offense to Foreigner, kind uh-huh. of wish you worked on the border <laughs> thing a little harder. You know, Because right. I, I, that one's more important right. to me. But it is, a, it is an interesting... <laughs> I, like, is there 
anyone, and I know when you say this, you're talking about a country of 330 million people, Pat. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people with all sorts of different backgrounds, different education levels, different levels of common sense, some of those very low. Mm-hmm. But is there anyone in America who believes the rationale they're trying to push right now that actually the truth is joe biden is really tough on the border he wants to shut it down but republicans won't let him what what individual person is there out there that could possibly believe such a scenario it's so completely insane preposterous he's been saying the opposite from the i mean and doing the opposite and doing the opposite he ran for president saying he would undo all the things that President Trump had done on the border to which secure the border. Which he did on day one. Which he did. Mm-hmm. This has happened. It's gone out of control under his watch. But what is really true is the whole time he was really tough and was just waiting for a bill that he didn't propose until year four of his presidency. Like, mm-hmm. what idiot could possibly believe this? And yet, I don't know. I Maybe 30% of the country believes it. I don't know. Probably. KJP clearly believes it. Yeah. I will ask, and I had one... One question for you, and I, I don't know, I don't know if there's anyone else I would ask this about, but for Corinne Jean-Pierre, at one point she says she spoke to the executive actions, uh, spoke to executive actions multiple times before. Mm-hmm. Does she think executive actions is a person? It's possible with her, <laughs> she thinks she actually spoke to a person called executive actions. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm concerned she thinks that's a real person, because she's always yeah. just, she isn't, I mean, she's just reading this stuff. Does mm-hmm. she believe that, like, if someone says, hey, can you ask executive actions uh, what he wants for lunch, will she go try to find him? Is that what would happen here? I think so, because okay. she said she spoke to him multiple times. <laughs> she did say she spoke. And, I, and normally I would say, oh, it's just kind of a turn of phrase, maybe awkward <laughs> awkward wording. With her, I think she might think she actually spoke she might. to the person. She might. Uh, cut seven. She talks about speaking about or to executive actions. Brandon Judd, the president of the National Border Patrol Council, uh, the main union for the Border Patrol agents, will actually be joining Donald Trump on Thursday. No, that was the um, for him. last time. That was six, at least on my list. Is there oh, okay. not a seven no, on, on we, my list? We have a, a Pat Gray list and yeah. a Glenn Beck program list, and I yeah. believe you're, and Pat, I thought, you're going to But I'm using, Beck. I'm going off the Glenn Beck program list i okay. i thought but. chair about the president's visit to the border on thursday does he have any plans to announce any executive actions so i don't have anything to yeah, i'm not going to get ahead of the president okay. don't never mind she doesn't have anything she doesn't on have that. Anything. well but she spoke it's to about 90 percent of the issues lately she doesn't have anything on that because Wait. they don't include her right like why would but you she's an idiot aren't you the white house spokesperson shouldn't you have something on something we're asking you about no, they don't tell her anything because they, they know if she if she actually has to talk about something important, she'll screw it up. So what they do mm-hmm. is they give her the basic, most limited information possible. Yeah, uh, and they make her read it every word. Yeah, when it when she does have that basic information, and then if she if it's not on her one page list of five things she's allowed to say, she just refers people to different departments. And you've seen this. I mean, look, it's legitimately embarrassing when there is a where's an actual. Uh, moment where they need clarity, where they are up against the ropes a little bit, they just bring in a white guy to stand next to her and answer all the questions. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's really sad. It's yeah. sad because it she's is. in a job she has no capability of doing. Uh, zero, that's for sure. And she's been doing it for quite a while now. Yeah. So we're going on a year and a half. Usually they switch them out. 
when it, it, especially when yeah. it's this bad. When it's this bad, usually, yeah. Uh, now, but again, and like, look at the results of this. The, the Biden approval rating is in the mid thirties. Yeah, this has not, not worked, and no. they're so invested in the diversity hires that they will just keep her out there. And look, there are plenty of capable women of color, Pat, that can do this job. She's just not, not one, one of, them. of them. Right. She was a mistake from the beginning. She was a plot put in place by Jen Psaki to make Jen Psaki look good in retrospect. That was, <laughs> that is what Corinne Jean- Well, that Pierre part is. worked. It, that, it, that it does. Worked. Like, I, I'm like, I actually, Jen Psaki was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't think she was very good. No. But now I think she was like kind of like a magician. <laughs> she could speak looking at people. She, she could read what was in front of her. She could read. Yeah. She could actually make points. She had a few I, things going for her. Again, they weren't good points. And but they she were lied points. every day just like uh, KJP does. But at least she was better at lying yes. than KJP mm-hmm. is. Agreed. Uh, also, John Kirby, Cut 8, was asked about executive orders at the border. Speaker Johnson oh, came time out to bring in the white guy. As he said before, yep. that you know, southern border has to be addressed before um, before Ukraine aided funding. Um, they are saying that this shouldn't be done legislatively. More so that it should be done by rolling back executive orders or changing it from an executive perspective. Uh, is that part of these discussions? And is the White House ruling out? He's listening to the question. Undoing some of the executive orders from the administration. I'd say a couple of things. First, the president has taken executive action. At What's the he doing now? And, he's, and he, yes, he has. will continue to do so as appropriate and within the bounds of the law. He's also said. Yeah, uh-huh. that in order to make the changes, the fixes to border security, you got to have new legislation. Okay. Now, so he has taken executive action. He did that on day one. Yeah, by All reversing. <laughs> to keep the border open. Exact opposite of what they needed. Yeah. But again, outside of the point, and I know this is not the point of this, but it's like, well, how did he do that? Well, he uh, he answered the question. He listened to the question. Yes. He then answered the question. At yes. no point did he look down at a piece of paper to read his response. He looked the person in the eye and yeah. continued to speak. You know why? Because he has basic knowledge of what he's talking about. Is he some sort of genius? No. <laughs> I don't think that was a genius answer. He did give their BS explanation relatively competently. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's embarrassing. Like, they're like, oh, oh, this is a tough question. Let's bring in the straight white male to answer it. Like, wh- is mm-hmm. that is that diversity? No, it isn't. It's not. It's embarrassing. No, it isn't. I, I Like, I, there have got to be... A hundred people working in the Democratic Party that are, are are women of color that could do that job better than than Corinne Jean Pierre. A no thousand, question. maybe. No question. And yet they just keep trotting her out there because they don't want to admit the mistake, right? They don't, yeah. They don't want to say, "Oh God, this was a mistake." And his point on the border is embarrassing. I mean, like, yes, they did a lot of executive orders on day one to and they mess all hurt this the up. situation. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. They, they all made it worse. Every single one of them. Incredible. Incredible. And he was proud of those actions, by the way. Yep. At the time. Now that everybody understands it's a crisis, it's a catastrophe, it's an invasion, now they're trying to say, oh, we just can't get Republicans on board with us. We are trying desperately to secure that border. He stood on the debate stage and invited people to come. Yeah. He said, we will welcome you with open arms. And they have. And they have. Ever since. Ever since. I mean, just since he's been in office, the actual... The conservative number is 8 million border crossings that the Border Patrol has has uh, encountered. 8 million. It's anywhere from 6 to 10 million. 
and now they seem to have settled on eight million in the last three and a half years. Well, it was two and a half million the entire Donald Trump presidency. It's so much worse than when Donald Trump was in office. And they keep acting like all of this is on him. And like, we, he's the one who screwed this up, not us. Right. And we all know, of course, that, you know, Trump didn't even get all the things he wanted to get done right. through. Like, right. he was, you know, the wall obviously is a big part of that. But, like, a lot of it was just tone, right? Yeah. Donald Trump yes. was very clear, you are not allowed to come. And that signal being sent to Central mm-hmm. America and it Mexico helped. and South America helped an awful lot to just make it better. Some mm-hmm. of the, some of it was policy-based uh, with Trump, but it wasn't all. I mean, I, and this happened almost immediately when he became president because he just kept saying, don't come. That was it. Yep. Don't come. Come if you are legal. Don't come if you are not. Quite simple. Quite simple. (laughs) It really is. All right. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in a minute. Now, the day may come when you have to defend yourself or your family with lethal force. This, of course, sadly, just happens sometimes. It's your right as an American to do so and your God-given responsibility to your family to protect them. Um, Of course, we are incredibly pro-Second Amendment. uh, And that is, you know, that right is vital and should never go away that being said not every emergency situation you're going to come across necessarily calls for doing this right for one thing you know you probably will go to jail you know even if you're totally innocent uh and they will make your life a living hell that's probably true and beyond that you will have injured or killed someone and that's not easy to deal with even if it was justified for situations that fall in that middle ground and there's a lot of them most of them honestly there's the burna launcher uh, government agencies and police departments all over the country rely on Berna every day as their go-to less lethal option. Works for them, and it will work for you, too. Sometimes an emergency situation is going to force you to choose between life and death, but that isn't every situation. And remember, once a bullet leaves your gun, you can't take it back. With Berna, your safety comes at a lower price. Berna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. These things are really, really cool. And just a great, great idea, and they've done a great job putting these things together. Visit Berna.com slash Glenn, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Get an exclusive 10% discount right now with Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. 10 seconds, station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn. Today, uh, Stu, you mentioned a few minutes ago the fact that Eric Adams is now calling for the sanctuary city law to be changed. Here he is talking about that. Now, we, the overwhelming number of migrants and asylum seekers that are here, they want, to, they want to run. I still don't understand why the federal government is not allowing them to run. They need to have the right to run like all of us that have come to this country have the ability to do so. But those small numbers that are committing crimes, we need to modify the, uh, the sanctuary of the city law. And if you commit a felony, a violent act, we should be able to turn you over to ICE and have you deported. It is a right to live in this city, and you should be responsible for the city. That's a little jump But if you could make it out, he says the acoustics he, weren't great there. Yeah, yeah. But. right. He he was uh, he, he was talking about the sanctuary city law though, and says that hey, like we need to modify the sanctuary city law. And you think to yourself, okay, incredible. Maybe, maybe he gets this a little bit now after after seeing this. Yeah. But I mean, does he, Pat? Because yeah. the, what he says there is something that is so blatantly obvious to literally everyone on earth. He's saying, 
if you're an illegal immigrant <laughs> and you cross the border and you go to New York City and there you are con- you are convicted of a felony mm-hmm. or char- I think it's charged I think he says charged with a felony or violent crime at that point you can be turned over to uh to uh the border uh patrol and such uh, and be uh, uh deported so he's not even like Man. that's not really like that should did i mean i think people who support sanctuary city laws think that's already happening if you if you get charged with rape mm-hmm. at that point yeah we'll turn you over to authorities well i mean yeah and that's not a controversial border issue that's something that i think I mean, legitimately put a number on this, Pat. 90% of the U.S. population would agree with if you are have a felony and you're an illegal immigrant, you get deported. It's at 90, 95%? I think so, yeah. It's not It's I not a controversial so. issue unless no. you happen to be a Democrat in one of these big cities. Like, I mean, and not even a, a normal Democrat living in the city. I mean, someone who's serving in government. This is not a controversial issue plan here he's not even asking for anything in fact he doesn't even really understand the issue yet (laughs) which is incredible he doesn't even understand i think you're right he he doesn't he's got some comprehension of it but he he's not there he's just not that where he needs to be uh and this is happening all over the country i mean have you seen what shape chicago is in (laughs) where where you've got illegals by the hundreds living at the airport living in police precincts, living in tent cities out on the sidewalk. Well, that's happening in every major city in America now. I mean, there's really nowhere you can't see the blight of illegal immigration. What's What that's causing to our country right now. How is it possible that you don't fully understand this issue yet? And it's going to be interesting to see what Biden does about this because if it continue, like I think the most likely scenario, if he does nothing, is that it gets much worse because people, mm-hmm. especially if Trump is leading, if they think Trump is coming back into office, this border is going to be overrun before January. Oh yeah, they're going to do everything oh, they yeah. can to get here because it's going to be their last chance for a while, and so it could get really ugly. And I think sure Biden, could. I will not be surprised if Biden tries to do something on the surface to to quell this problem so he could say he did something people think but. he's going to maybe do something like that before the uh the state of the union address yeah. so he can blame republicans i had to take this action myself because i can't re- get republicans to move on this right. wouldn't be surprised at all triple eight seven two seven beck more patents stew for glenn coming up glenn beck so this is going to take a little bit of your time not much but just a little bit. In the end, it's probably going to save you a ton of money. And even better, it means supporting a company that believes in the same values you do. Do your own homework, of course, but consider making the switch to Patriot Mobile. Check them out and see if I'm right, because we've been talking about Patriot Mobile for a long time, and Patriot Mobile has a really clear mission statement. It is, quote, to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. I mean, that's the kind of business I can get behind. That's not, you're not talking about Bud Light or Disney there. This is, this is a lot different. On top of having everything you could possibly want in a mobile phone plan on one of the uh, three major networks, Patriot Mobile doesn't send your hard-earned money to aid 
in the destruction of America, which seems like a really low hurdle to clear, but they, they clear it easily. You get the same nationwide service while supporting a company that loves America. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, and top-notch U.S.-based customer service. So go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. You can get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. Join us. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. And don't forget to use the promo code Glenn for $20 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. Pat Gray Stuper Gear for Glenn today. 888-727-BECK. Stu is just telling me I've I've chosen to focus on the negatives here on the border. Yeah. When surely there's so many positive things happening. Well, I mean, if you want border. to paint uh-huh. this as some sort of problem, you can yeah. do that. You can cherry pick data. <laughs> okay. You can yeah. you can manipulate the truth and uh, try to make the border look like it's a problem, but if okay. you can only do that if you don't focus on the positives. Uh, and the positives are, oh, of course. Uh, well, numerous. You're going to enlighten us, I'm sure. Of course. And I, right. I could sit here all day and give you the positives of what's going on in our border. But let could me just you? focus on this one, one uh, little thing here. All right. Which is Venezuela's violent deaths have fallen to a 22-year low. Wow. Yeah! Venezuela! It's great. I mean, this is the type of thing... So because all their killers have come here is what you're saying well (laughs) yes yes that's exactly what i'm saying venezuela's this is amazing venezuela's Uh rate of violent deaths dropped to its lowest level in more than two decades according to bloomberg following Hmm. years of massive migration (laughs) as both criminals and victims Good. fled the nation's economic crisis. Oh, that's wonderful. And where did they go? Uh, we here. Here. Yeah, they came here. So the criminals and the victims are all leaving so Venezuela. So, hey, no one's getting murdered in Venezuela anymore. Great. We're the land of criminal opportunity. <laughs> we really are. What a great place. We're, we're really now. Is it great? We're knocking this one out of the park, everybody. Yeah. And look, it is a great. I hate this. I, it, it is a great place. It is. It's the reason why so many people want to come here. And I'm happy that a lot of people want to come here. That doesn't mean they all get to come. No, right. Especially the Venezuelan Jeez. gang leaders. Man. <laughs> Incredible. And of course, we've, just, we've been talking about this murder uh, that has a lot to do with Venezuela here over the past uh-huh. uh, you know, week or so. But it's just one of, of so many things going on uh, with our border. And the only reason there's any attention to it at all is because it looks like a real vulnerability for joe biden getting reelected. Mm-hmm. it's the only reason the media is talking about it at all this has been going on the, his entire presidency yes it's mm-hmm. getting slightly worse now uh, but that's to be expected when you let terrible policies go on for this long and you've not just let them you've created them you created the exactly. terrible policies mm-hmm. that have incentivized all of these things to continue to happen and happen much worse, you know, they keep making the excuse that the border's been broken for a long Immigration policy's been broken. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But you've made it far worse, far worse than it's ever been. Yes, we have illegals in this country and have had for decades. There's no doubt about that. When, it, when I worked in Houston, 
they used to use, like, when I first got there, they used the number of 11 million illegals in this country that are already crossed and we're already living here. And what are we going to do with the 11 million? That's the same figure they use today, despite the fact that <laughs> millions every year have crossed the border since then. And it's probably more like 30 or 40 million who are here. But the first thing, and I, I don't even like to hear about, oh, well, immigration policy is broken. We need to fix it. No, what you need to do is secure the border. Start there. Then we can worry about all the other things. But fix the border, the porous border. Close it. Stop it to illegals and to drug trade, uh, human trafficking, drug trafficking. You name it, it's going on at the border. Put a stop to that. And then we can talk about what to do with all the illegals that are here now. Do the dreamers have a path to citizenship? You can talk about all that. Yeah. But I don't want to hear about it right now. It's just, you know, fix the leak first, and then, you know, then you can worry about the rest of it. It it clearly doesn't make any sense, honestly. Um, You know, if you go back, and and you mentioned that there has been a problem for a long time, and it's true. There has been a problem for a long time Mm -hmm. on the border. I mean, going, look, I'm looking at the, uh, you know, the uh, apprehensions chart here over the past few years, and... December is a good example. Let's go just to December. Was that 302,000? Uh, well, yeah, 302,000 in 2023. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's high, Pat. <laughs> is it? That's high. Huh. That's like, oh, that's like, like high. Like it's highest higher than ever. You, higher high. than you'd want it. Hi, higher than you'd want it, I would say. Um, so, mm-hmm. To give you a, just an idea as to how high this would be, here we go. This is going to go back in time with you. Okay. 302,000 in 2023. Uh, well, I mean, it's technically the fiscal year of 2024, December. Um, 302,000. Previous year, 252,000. That's Biden. Really, really bad. 179,000 the year before that. That's really, really bad. Also Biden. Mm-hmm. The year before that, 73,000. That's bad. I mean, I, that's a problem. That's a problem. But it sounds like but a magnificent Magnificent problem to have problem at, at the time. Uh, yeah, but let's keep going back in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- fiscal year 2019, 60,000. Uh, 2018, 40,000. 2017, wow. 58,000. Uh, 2016, 48,000. 2015, 34,000. 2014, 36,000. Again, wow. this is not even... This level of problem isn't even a Democrat problem. You know I'm critical of Democrats, as are you, Pat, as is probably most of the audience. Mm-hmm. But it's not even, to, when you're talking about a, pres, a, a, a problem at this level, it's not even a Democrat problem. It is a Joe Biden problem. Mm-hmm. Even Barack Obama was much, much better at handling this issue than Joe Biden is. To the point of, I mean, 10x, right? Like 10 times as many people in December of twenty uh, fiscal year 2024 crossed the border than did in fiscal year 20, uh, 2015. Ten times. Mm. Ten times. Is that that's just in a month though, right? In a month. Yeah, in one month. Ten times. Yeah, I mean, you look at the. I mean, we can do the annual numbers too if you want. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> they're even more embarrassing. Look, uh, 2015, 444,000. 2016, 553,000. 2017, 415,000. All of these numbers are totally unacceptable, unacceptable. right? This is this is not like mm. I'm praising the border handling right. here. Right. It's terrible. Uh, 2018, 521,000. 2019, 977,000. Way too high, and that's Donald Trump. 
I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm not I'm yeah. not trying to to say this has been good. However, Joe Biden is in uh, one point part of that year. Uh, if I'm remembering this right, part of that year was Biden too. That one mm-hmm. jumped to nine seventy seven. But it, when he has the full control, one point seven three four million in twenty twenty one, two point three seven eight million in twenty twenty two, and two point four seven five million in twenty twenty three. And we're at a million already, and it's just January when you're talking about fiscal year. So it's basically four <sighs> months. We're already uh, at January at pay on pace right now for about three million wow catastrophic yeah catastrophic yeah and they say that they have been tough on the border that they have been successful in stopping the flow at the border when nothing could be further from the truth no and as anyone who knows about this stuff will tell you we're only talking about border encounters these are not the people we don't know about yeah these are just people they actually came in in contact with the old number that they cited from the Border Patrol was that they encountered about one in three. I, I don't know that they use that stat anymore, but that means three times as many people as they encountered actually came across the border. <laughs> That's an incredible statistic. If you're talking about 2.4 million, you multiply that by three. Wow. That's it's frightening. It's frightening. And mm-hmm. it's completely out of control. And it's completely unacceptable. And we haven't. We haven't fixed it, have not fixed it. That's why, I mean, 53% of Americans, this is the first time in history when the, the majority of Americans are in favor of building a wall at the border. It just passed Incredible. 53% now of Americans say, yes, we need a border wall. Build it. Wow. Well, that's, that's new. Yeah. Why is that happening? It's always been... Because it got so bad. That's yeah, why. Exactly. It gets to the point where you can't deny the, the problem. But of course, we've been told it's the racist solution for so mm-hmm. long that it's only 53%. That number should be 80%. It should. You know, uh, there's always going to be some people who are opposed to it. And look, it's not... Even that won't solve the problem, but it would make a massive difference. It would help a lot. It would. It would make a big, big difference. And uh, it's a pretty relatively simple solution Mm -hmm. this is not like you have to come up with tons and tons you know hundreds of thousands of border troops like you know this this does the job yeah it does it uh, does mostly uh yes it eliminates 90 to 95 percent of the problem it's not going to do 100 percent no but where they've put effective border barriers uh not just in the united states but in israel too where where there's effective border barriers egypt and egypt on the border with gaza nobody crosses that border crosses why it's too hard. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts and you likely will get shot in that scenario yeah. if you do anything. I yeah. will say that like it, you know, a, a huge part of this problem that needs to be dealt with if we're actually going to get serious about this is the asylum issue. Now, part there were some parts of that bipartisan border bill that tried to address it but weakly and and mm-hmm. ineffectively. But if you did address the asylum issue because the problem with with a border wall right now is that a big chunk of these three million people we're talking about are coming right to the the normal border crossings, not trying to cross over a river. They're coming; mm-hmm. uh, they are crossing a river, but it's going over a, a bridge, and they're walking across the bridge and they're saying, "Hi, I'm here for asylum," and then they're just led into the country. The, a border wall doesn't stop those people, and that is really the majority of what we're dealing with right now. Now, that doesn't mean you don't build a border wall. You do need a border wall, but you need to deal with that asylum issue as well. 
Not to mention, uh, we still have people who are coming in here on tourist visas and all these other things and overstaying these visas. There's all sorts mm-hmm. of different Lots problems. Of problems. But you could knock out a massive chunk Good. of this if you did the wall they and won't. fix the asylum part. Yeah. Will they under Trump and a Republican uh, I don't know. regime? I, 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 will I say, hope so. I will say I this. So. You know, it's going to be hard because right now you have a sort of a unique opportunity, which is... Biden is so desperate he may actually sign something. If mm-hmm. you could negotiate a deal that was actually good, it might be worth doing. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. I don't think it's crazy to negotiate right now to try to get something really good because Biden's desperate. And the point is when Trump gets in there, the Democrats will make the same calculation Republicans are making now, which is, look, it's only going to help Donald Trump if we fix this problem. Let's keep him miserable. Right? So they'll never agree to mm-hmm. what Donald Trump wants on the border. When you're talking about, pa- you're never going to get past 60, unless you get 60 plus senators that are Republicans, which you're not going to get this cycle because they blew a bunch of seats last cycle. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able to get to 60 and you're not going to be able to get one of these things through. So it would be worth going for something here if you could get it. But what they tried to go for sucked. Yeah. It wouldn't have solved the problem Which is at why all. The Republicans aren't on board with this bill because right. it's a bad bill. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck. All right, American financing is here. Let me ask you something: How worried are you about your upcoming credit card bills? Has it got you up at night? You know, because look, the economy's been out of control, and these rates have gone up so much. Your credit card rates have probably gone up as well. There's no better time to wipe out those credit card debts than right now. Interest rates have come down a little bit, and right now American Financing can help you access the equity in your home at an interest rate in the fives. All it takes is a 10-minute call to 800-906-2440. They never charge any upfront or hidden fees, and that's just one of the many reasons why they have over 7,200 Google reviews and a 4.7 star rating. Uh, We've been doing business with American Financing for years and had great experiences with them. They've helped thousands of people save real money. So the question you need to ask yourself is, could you be the next person they help on the journey toward a more stable financial house? There's only one way to find out. Don't wait around for things to get better on their own. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, You know, the Michigan primary doesn't seem like it got that much publicity right you hear didn't hear much about it because honestly the primary has been a bore fest pat yes this has been a a big fat letdown it's like remember those super bowls in like the 80s yes where like every one of them was terrible i feel like poor john elway would be in a super bowl and they'd they'd Mm -hmm. lose like you know you know it would be it would be a blowout in the first half Mm -hmm. and like it would just not be interesting and all these people paid millions of dollars for super bowl commercials that no one watched in the fourth quarter right 
that's what it, this thing feels like. It's yeah. really a bit of bore in comparison to what you might have thought it would be going in. Well, Trump won the Michigan primary 68 to 27 percent. Um, so I'm sure the headline on the uh, liberal media is, not everybody wants Donald Trump. Right, right. The Republicans don't even like him, some of them. Okay, 68, 27. He won by 41 points. Meanwhile, on the Democrat side, people are saying this is a real problem for Joe Biden because he only got 81% of the vote. Right. right. And I mean, he's virtually unopposed. Yes. And he got 81% of the vote. And who he, who he lost to, or, or who he lost these votes to, was not even one of the other candidates. It's uncommitted. It, it was uncommitted. Yeah. Which is, was a pretty, we should get into this a little bit, Pat, coming up in this next hour, because this was a protest movement that largely sparked from the pro-Gaza, pro-Hamas side of yeah. the Democratic Party. Which doesn't give me a lot of hope for it, because no. they're not going to help anybody i want no and, to, and it's actually helped. it's going to create very bad incentives for yeah, joe biden it as is. well uh, but we should get into it that is. because i do yeah, think we'll talk about that coming up that is a long-term a long-term risk and i think there's something hidden in here pat that is a real warning to republicans looking forward to the general election a real yeah. real concern that i think right now is giving us maybe a false sense of security a little bit and yeah, if you and don't, that's a little dangerous. Yeah, it's it's a problem. A dangerous, and if it's, I don't know how to address it at this point, but it is going to be something that is going to concern everybody going into November. In Michigan, they were concerned that the uncommitted vote might total a hundred or even a hundred and fifty thousand. I don't know where it wound up, but it was it was headed that way. My last uh, I saw was around eighty thousand. Eighty, yeah, give okay. or take. Mm-hmm. So that's it's a lot. significant. A lot more than they thought they were going to get. But again, it's because he's supporting Israel that it is this way. So it's not necessarily a good thing. The Glenn Beck Program. If you've ever had an ounce of gun training, you know the old rule. If you're going to shoot, you shoot to kill. Our president is famously unaware of that rule. So what do you do when an emergency situation calls for action on your part, but maybe doesn't, you know, call for you to shoot to kill? The Berna Launcher. Uh, these are fantastic. They're a great complement to your firearms uh, and your your self-defense, your home defense. There are situations where less lethal is the way to go, and Berna is the best alternative to deadly force. It fires powerful deterrents like uh, you know kinetic rounds, tear gas. They have a bunch of different options, and, and government agencies and police departments across the country are relying on Berna every day as their go-to less lethal option. It works for them, and it will work for you too. Sometimes an emergency situation is going to force you to choose between life and death, but that isn't every situation. And remember, once that bullet leaves your gun, you can't take it back. With Berna, your safety comes at a lower price. Berna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com slash Glenn. Get an exclusive 10% discount right now. Berna.com slash Glenn. It's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. You know, today is a great day to get a warranty. Actually, any day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. That's what you get with an American Home Shield warranty. All the unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater, they're not going to break the bank because covered repairs and replacements are all taken care of. Having reassurance is something to celebrate. Choose the plan that works for you and your budget. When a covered item in your home breaks, all you do is contact American Home Shield. Their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Be warranty. 
Go to ahs.com slash Beck and save 20%. That's ahs.com slash Beck and get 20% off any plan. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. today uh last night was uh, the michigan primary yesterday and didn't hear a lot about it um big win for donald trump over nikki haley she's 41 points so i'm sure she's still in this race right in the thick of it uh also on the democrat side some interesting things going on we're going to get into that in one minute you try to never allow yourself to be caught off guard when something unexpected happens. So what do you do when something like a natural disaster rolls through the area where you live? Wait in line at the store for hours only to find out that everything's already been snatched up? Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. My Patriot Supply is here. They have helped millions of American families prepare for whatever might come their way. And many of them start with a four-week emergency food kit. There are 16 food and drink varieties, so you aren't going to get bored with your selection. And these meals contain over 2,000 calories per day, so they're going to get you through an emergency situation. Since they're sealed inside incredibly durable packaging, they're able to last up to 25 years in storage. And maybe most importantly, this food is delicious. It's good. You, when you eat it, you know that you're not eating some like weird survival food. It's just good food. Stock up on all the food kits your family needs at MyPatriotSupply.com. Get each four-week food kit for 60 bucks off. You also get free shipping. Protect yourself and protect your people. Start preparing at MyPatriotSupply.com. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Now, obviously, the big story of the day is BYU's victory on the road at Kansas uh, last night. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's not, that's not what I had. 76-68 uh, over the Kansas Jayhawks in Lawrence, which never happens. Again, I have a whole list of topics I wanted to get to today. And that was that at was, the tippy top in no, bold? Not listed at all. What? Yeah. What? I, I know, it's what weird. What an egregious oversight on your part, Stu. Hmm. Wow. Was the uh, was the primary in Michigan one of them? It was one of them. It was it's actually one the one I have right ah, here. It weird. says Michigan. All right, well, maybe we could deal with that. I mean, if you want to bury the lead... You want to bury the lead story on this? That's fine. I, I guess I do. That's fine. Yeah. All right. The Michigan primary happened uh, yesterday. It did. Sort of. It did. It kind didn't of. actually happen fully because of some weird conflict with all these rescheduling situations have, have been a real problem. It's been weird this year with Nevada, with Michigan. Yep. There's like primaries that kind of don't count. Yeah. So basically what happened, long story short, is the, the state changed the rule <laughs> uh, for the date of the primary. 
uh, they changed the law to, to force the Republicans to hold the primary yesterday. But Republicans, okay. under Republican con, uh, RNC rules, they said it can't be this early for Michigan. So mm. they had to basically hold the primary. The way they decided to work it was to say a portion of the delegates would be distributed through the primary process as is normal, and then a portion of them would go through the convention later on. The complication with that is there are two competing conventions going on apparently in uh, in Michigan as well. So weird. I don't the whole thing. Of course, the good thing about I guess that all of this is none of it matters because yeah, it, the, I mean, the, you've got the nominee, nominee is quite clear. Yeah, but it is you know kind of a embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> like it just it it's yeah. constant. Couldn't, couldn't get it together in Nevada. Can't get it together in Michigan. Can you get it together for the general election? I don't know. Uh, let's hope so. I don't know. Let's hope and pray so, because I'm telling you, if the Democrats win, I don't care who's on the ticket. That's uh, yeah, and, a bad sign and for look, America. The Democratic side is much more interesting. We can spend a quick moment maybe on the Republican side. You know, Donald Trump is obviously won by 41. He won by 41. He's going to this nomination without a problem. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the it, people keeps saying, well, why would Nikki Haley stay in this race? Which is a good question. Mm-hmm. However, I think also a good question is why wouldn't she stay in this race? You don't believe that she's hurting herself for the future? No. I mean, really? I think she's already, she's burned all the MAGA bridges at this point, right? She's not going to be in the administration. I don't think she wants to be in the administration again, right? Yeah. I, I mean, she's yeah. already served with Donald Trump. I don't think she has any interest in that. Um, she's I don't, not going to be the vice president. She's not going to be the vice president. She, she, this is all past. Now, mm-hmm. look, with Donald Trump is famously forgiving to people who yeah. turn around, if she turned around and, and endorsed him and say was wonderful good to things. Him. I don't think she'd be vice president by any no. means, but like, could she get a speaking part of the convention? Probably. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, you know, and having a few delegates might give her some. I mean, he overcame that with Ted Cruz. Right. And that seemed a nastier fight than this. Yeah. As far as I know, she he has not accused Nikki Haley's husband of murdering any presidents. <laughs> no. Or no, dad. I, sorry. Dad right, of, of dad. murdering any presidents. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, look, there's not. He is he is able to get over stuff. He is yeah. this is one of Donald Trump's strengths. He yes. gets he's quick to anger and quick to forgiveness. Yes. Um, so that is just the way say. he operates, which is fine. You know, mm-hmm. that's, everyone knows that about him. And if Nikki Haley um, comes out and is passionately endorsing and campaigning for him, she he will probably forgive her and everything will be fine. You're seeing it like Ron DeSantis endorsed him, but like is. Still sometimes critical of things going on. Seems to keep a distance, too. And there hasn't right? been an embrace, it's, right? He's not like Ramaswamy, who's touring right. with him and right. showing up and talking for him and all of that. And so, uh, you know, none of this really makes that much of a difference. It doesn't yeah. matter if Nikki Haley has a speak. It, I don't care about that at all. Uh, you know, look, Haley is, I don't either. Uh, is there as basically a protest candidate. But the reason why I say what's the point is I don't think she's hurting herself for the future. Um, I think the future for her looks more like the Paul Ryan future, which is serving on the board of a major corporation. Making a million right? dollars a year. Making a million dollars a year. You know, mm-hmm. he, you know, Paul Ryan's on the board of Fox, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there are gigs she will be able to get. You want to see her as a consultant for, you know, Raytheon? Like, she's got to be, she's got to have a hundred <laughs> offers. She's got a gig at Raytheon. There's no question totally. of that. Totally. Like, as she's she's built yeah. her credibility in the defense, particularly in the defense area. Yep. She's going to get a good gig coming out of that. She could be a professor somewhere. She's going to have a hundred different opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's her path future. Her, her future path is not, 
I'm uh, the, you know, ambassador to the United Nations again in the Trump administration. That's not what she's looking for. Mm-hmm. So her being there and hanging around as a protest candidate is not a crazy option. She's got the money. Mm-hmm. And remember, it's Super Tuesday's next week. Yeah. So, like, why right. would you bail now and not at least go through Super Tuesday? And I think it'll be fun when she doesn't win a single state. I don't think she will. She won't. I don't, I don't I, see any path to where this. where yeah. she's going to win even one state. I it, I don't think it can happen. You it could can't happen. The two best chances she had to win were really New like Hampshire well and South placed, Carolina. which was New Hampshire and South Carolina, and she didn't yeah. win either. She lost by 11 and 20. Now, I think she'll probably lose all the states by more than she did in New Hampshire, uh, which was 11 points, probably more all than all than uh, South Carolina, which was 20. And uh, honestly, like I, I, I'm testing myself a little bit on the rules, but I believe if for her to even be on the ballot at the convention, she has to win five states. Oh, so wow. I could be wrong on that. So uh, excuse me if I am, but the, the, I won't. The, I'm going to hold you, you to that. Really? Yeah, you've made oh the statement. God. Now I'm holding you to <laughs> it. I asked you to excuse me. <laughs> no, I, mean, I can't. Okay. I well, can't. I, I wish I could. You know, I should have got your <laughs> approval of that excuse before I said it. But you so didn't. I apologize. So. But I, if I'm wrong on that, I, I apologize now in, in retrospect. But I don't see there's how there's a... There is a path in theory for her mm-hmm. to win five states, but it means like Donald Trump drops out of the race. <laughs> that's, right. that's the path. Right. Right. I don't, I, yeah. I don't, you know, or Donald Trump, it, there's a video released with uh, him uh, and, uh, you know, Joy Behar at a sex tape. Like something like that <laughs> might <laughs> make Donald Trump just be so detested by voters. I, if that happened, <laughs> I, I, he loses all credibility. Right. Like I'm not voting for him. No, I'll I'm tell you this voting. right now. I not will not vote for, for Donald Trump if he has a sex tape with Joy Behar <laughs> under any circumstances. So if it exists, it better stay under wraps. Yeah. Because that ends it for me, right I, I don't care. Sorry. I will done. not. Just, I don't care how good his policies are. in the world. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Sorry. Can't no. go with you if on his that. his judgment is that bad, I refuse yeah. to vote for the man. <laughs> uh, but, like, look, this has been a foregone conclusion for a while. Now, there's. it's also a foregone conclusion over on the Democratic side. We know mm-hmm. if a normal primary occurs, Joe Biden is going to win, and he's going to win it by a lot. Mm-hmm. People at, at back in the day, and I told you at the time, no, the one poll that shows RFK Jr. at 20% does not mean anything in the Democratic primary. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, or excuse me, Joe Biden is not going to lose that primary under any normal circumstance. Health, obviously, is a whole other story. We'll get into that a little bit. There's a new development on that one, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But what was interesting in Michigan is you have a big Arab American. Uh, um, voting, and again, when I say big, it's about 2% of voters. It's not that big, but it is big mm. in comparison to all the other states. And there's a hardcore push, mainly by Rashida Tlaib, to get people to vote uncommitted in the primary last night against Joe Biden as a protest to say... And some did. And Tens of thousands did. did. Yeah, so they these groups that were organizing this that are... It depends on how you want to say it. Pro-Palestine, pro-Gaza, pro-Hamas. Listen to Michigan. Uh, It was a big campaign that was targeted toward and led by Muslim Americans, Arab Americans, young progressives. And there was actually two or I think two or three groups trying to get people to vote uncommitted. There was an organized effort in in Michigan for this to happen. And they were hoping to get to 20,000 votes. Now, 20,000 isn't a really high bar. To understand this, I think one of the years Barack Obama... I think when Barack Obama ran for re-election, I think there was 20,000 uncommitted votes in Michigan. So it's not a super high bar, but they, that was the bar they set, and they cleared that bar by a wide, wide margin. 
Do you have the number in mm. front of you, Pat? The upda- updated number? Yeah, let's see. It just says they were hoping for a hundred thousand. I. Oh, okay. Uh, looks like more than seventy nine thousand. So seventy nine thousand. Now, a hundred thousand was a, a higher number than I had heard initially uh, going into this. I had heard they wanted twenty thousand, but they passed twenty thousand when only twenty one percent of the vote was in. Wow. So they ha- they cleared this by a Pretty mile. Good. They got to seventy nine thousand. This is a significant thing um, for for Democrats because you know we're talking about a close election. Michigan should mm-hmm. be a close state. Obviously, Donald Trump won that in 2016, and I believe lost it in yeah, it was won it in 2016, lost it in 2020. So, this is the type of purplish state that could be a determining factor in the presidential election. And if you lose 79,000 votes, mm-hmm. in theory, that, that could, could hurt. be massively uh, vital to yeah. his uh, to Trump and Biden, and who wins this election? Well, I think Biden won by 11,000. In 2020, in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 79,000 votes is significant under under those circumstances. Right. Really significant. Yeah. Now, so, uh, who knows? You, you, you might think, hear that news and be like, that's great news. And that's an understandable reaction to that news if you want the country to have some success in the future. Mm-hmm. That being said, it is not all good news. Number one, the reason why this is happening, as we mentioned, a lot of, you know, the pro-Hamas wing of the Democratic Party is the one flexing their muscle here. And what does that mean? Well, it likely means it's creating a massive incentive for Joe Biden to become more anti-Israel. Now, you might think we're too pro-Israel. Maybe you don't like the funding going there. Maybe there's a hundred different reasons why you might not think that's a, a, a thing that is concerning you. It concerns me quite a bit. I think America abandoning Israel is a horrible, not a good idea thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't think that's a good outcome. Strategically, biblically, (laughs) uh, in spiritual, in every single way, way, Mm -hmm. it's a bad thing for us to do. I think it's terrible. And this is now this is going to incentivize Joe Biden to become more anti-Israel publicly. Now, Mm -hmm. if you are a person who cares about Israel. You might be thinking, wait a minute, he can become more anti-Israel? Like that is that a is that an option for he's him? He's already trying to shut him down. He's already trying. He's already criticizing them. He's mm-hmm. already saying they went over the top with their response. He has not yep. been pro-Israel in his response. No. But because we're talking about the Rashida Talib wing of the Democratic Party, they think anything other than wanting Hamas to take over the entire region is anti-Palestine. These are people, I mean, Rashida Tlaib seems to have a desire for all the Jews on earth to be wiped off the planet. She sure does. Uh, she seems to have mm-hmm. a, 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 Ger- a, a mid-30s German view of the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And she seems to be darn clear about it. I mean, she does everything but blurt out, I was reading Mein Kampf last night when. Mm-hmm. So... This is, the idea that these incentives are created inside the Democratic Party is not a good thing if you care about Israel. But it's also a really worrying thing if you happen to be a Republican and want Donald Trump to win this election. And let me tell you why here in just a second, because it's not this is not all flowers and lollipops here. If you know seeing bad news for for Joe Biden is, of course, probably good generally, but it has some hidden problems in it. And we'll get to those here in just a second. First talk to tell you about. Uh, rough greens you know dogs have been man's best friend for a really long time whether pacing around the campfire at night the, in the, you know a long time ago 
or looking out with protective eyes toward the possibility of danger, maybe hopping in to just enjoy enjoy the car ride and uh, hoping they don't, you know, of course, pee in the car, which happens occasionally. If you're like me, your natural response is to want to give that dog the happiest, healthiest life he or she can possibly have. And that's why we love Rough Greens. Rough Greens is in a dog food. It is a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on top of the dog food. And remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. They're going to give you uh, your first trial bag for free. For free. All you have to do is pay the shipping on that. 833-GLEN-33. It's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. Give them a call today. 10 seconds, station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. All right, Stu, you were explaining why this is not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, because right now, let me give you the last uh, few polls here. This is the the general election polls. Trump Mm -hmm. plus one, Trump plus six, Biden plus four, Trump plus four. Trump plus six, Trump plus one, and a tie. Okay? That gives you, right now, real clear politics. Average is Trump plus two. Mm. Now, I think a lot of us are really optimistic about how this is going right now. This is the best, by the way, this is the best place Trump has been in any of his uh, runs for president, as far as polling goes. He's Mm. in a good position. But it's a two-point margin. Now, he looks a little bit better in the swing states uh, than that. So I would say it's a little more optimistic than a two-point margin. But still, it is a small margin when you're looking at the polls. And the reason that margin exists, a large chunk of it, are two things. One, the, the type of stuff that we saw in Michigan, <laughs> hardcore AOC to Rashida Tlaib type voters abandoning Joe Biden over the Israel-Palestine thing. Yeah, Because he's not left-wing enough. Right, he's not left-wing enough. Mm-hmm. And number two is younger voters largely making the same sort of calculus um saying looking at this largely israel palestine and being a big function of why they're abandoning him right now paint a paint yourself a picture for a second there is a person who's 22 years old in michigan who is an aoc rashida talib type voter who is currently telling pollsters they are going to vote Possibly for Donald Trump. In November, do you believe that's real? Do you believe after six months of Trump versus Biden on their television screens every single night that they are going to go to the poll and just say, you know what? I'm going to go Trump. I'm mad at Joe Biden for being too pro-Israel. While at the same time, Donald Trump will appear and will be much more pro-Israel than Joe Biden is. If you think that person exists, you've got a totally different vision of the world than I do. Because I don't think that person exists. Now, a person probably does exist that says, you know what? Joe Biden has been too pro-Israel. I'm going to stay home. Uh, Joe Biden has been too Mm pro-Israel. I'm going to vote for Cornell West or Dr. Jill Stein. That person probably does exist, but that group is really small. Tiny. And I'll tell you, it's it is definitely small. They could smaller. go RFK. They could go RFK, right? Same thing. It's there possible. is a third party option. Some of these people will flake mm-hmm. off to the third party, but I'm telling you, it's going to be that a small number percentage. is smaller than they're telling pollsters right now. 
Yeah. And and what we see now is a two-point margin in these polls. Mm-hmm. So there's something really, really legitimate to be worried about here in that like this margin is not a margin built on, well, you know, the economy sucks under Biden and therefore I'm going to Trump. And it should. It should, it of course. should pivot on that very issue and the border issue. And the border issue. Those are two things that are glaring. Yeah. Biden problems. But I think what you will see, Pat, and correct me if you think I'm wrong on this, what you will see in the next six months is Joe Biden repairing the relationship he has with far-left voters and embracing a more anti-Israel position here. Yes, he will. And most of these people will come back to the fold for Biden when it really matters. When they see Donald Trump might win. Well, it looks like they're already forcing Israel into a ceasefire or a pause or whatever they want to call it that they don't want right now anyway. So they've already forced that issue. Biden just said yesterday or the day before that by the weekend or by Monday... There will be a ceasefire. Right. And seemingly no huh. one else seems to understand yeah. what he's talking about here. I, 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 right. I don't think Israel or Hamas is that close. I, I would I be surprised so if either. it's done by Monday. Would you be surprised if it's I done would. by Monday? Yeah, I would. You know, I'm not, I will not be surprised that eventually something happens, uh, you know, down the road eventually. I don't think this goes on forever. Mm-hmm. And I think like what they're talking about is a short term ceasefire, right? I mean, yeah. this is just a you know, yes. return some hostages, get a few weeks. Right. And which, maybe get the rest of the hostages back, mm-hmm. which would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they'd have to give up to make that happen. Probably 7,000 Palestinian criminals. Right. Yeah. It's thousands. Terrorists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by the way, Pat, if you care about the Israel Hamas thing at all and hate the way the mainstream media covers it, you will enjoy the uh, piece up at youtube.com slash America. Sportscasters announcing the battle between Israel and Hamas. It's doing very well, and uh, it'll make you laugh and make you cry at the same time. Glenn Beck. If you've never dodged a bullet before, uh, let me tell you what it might feel a little bit like. Having your car break down on the side of the road, but knowing that you've got Car Shield because you'll be just fine. You've dodged the bullet. When you enroll with CarShield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as 100 bucks a month, flexible month-to-month coverage, your choice of an ASE certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, and complimentary towing and rental car options. These are great tools you need in your toolbox. You also need no uh, long-term contract, and you don't get that with CarShield. CarShield administrators will handle all the paperwork and repairs so you don't have to. They cover over 5,000 major parts and systems as well, so you're not left uh, in the lurch. And you get a price lock guarantee as well. Your price will never go up, no matter how many claims you file, and it will never go up, even as mileage on your car increases. Talking about Car Shield forever, and you know it's, it's something that has benefited us many, many times. Call now, 800-227-6100, or visit carshield.com slash Beck. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Call now. Save 20% on your plan. It's 800-227-6100, or visit carshield.com slash Beck. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, live, 6 to 8 Central, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome. Pat and Stu for Glenn today, 888 I just lost my mind when I saw this Joe Biden, Seth Meyers clip. Lost my mind. 
Why? Um, you just really wanted ice cream? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That was it. First of all, the ice cream thing is ridiculous. It's asinine that In the two of way? them that the two of them went out for ice cream and Joe Biden looks like a moron the whole time. Well, he is he is a moron, so it's hard he, for him not to look like that. I mean, he lies about a lot of things, but he does like ice cream. He does he like does ice cream. He legitimately like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that's a that's a real thing. Yeah. He gets it seemingly for every meal? Yeah. I, I don't, I don't he know. Does. <laughs> he does. He does seem to eat a lot and of ice cream. And good for him to be able to, you I know, say. not develop diabetes, and he has it every day like I used to, but I developed diabetes. Right. So it did affect me worse than him, apparently. the most likable thing about his presidency. <laughs> Right? Like, it's the best thing he's done in office is eat ice cream. Yes. Yes, that is true. But, uh, you know, they're making such a big deal out of this supposed Trump gaffe where he calls his wife Mercedes. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. It is so ridiculous. So he's basically as senile as Joe Biden, That's what they're trying. That's even more so. He he doesn't even even know his wife's name, Stu. Now, it's weird to bring that up because... (laughs) Several times, Joe Biden has messed up his wife's yes, name. Yes, he called her his sister. Mm-hmm. He he has messed up on well everything, everything. But mm-hmm. here's let me show you the reference they're making from CPAC with Donald Trump, and you tell me. My wife, our great first lady, she was a great for people loved her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people love her. Oh, look at that! Wow, Mercedes, that's pretty good. Okay, he's He's speaking to Mercedes Schlapp, his assistant. She's in the campaign. She's seated in the front row where he's looking, and he's pointing something out about, you know. A crowd reaction, maybe. And look at that, Mercedes. It's a different subject than his wife. He's not referring to his wife as Mercedes. No. Now, it's funny, because I hadn't seen that clip. Is it not? I I saw the headline. Uh-huh. I saw the coverage of it. Yeah. I had not seen the clip. It's blatantly obvious he's talking blatantly to someone in the obvious. crowd, and that's where Mercedes Schlapp is. Thank now, you. if there was, like, if he had, you know, if there's no one around named Mercedes. Then it's a different right, like, thing, Then maybe. you might say, yeah. okay, but, like, the fact that Mercedes Schlapp is there, and by the way, you know, <laughs> the Schlapp family is very well tied into CPAC. Like, this is not like yeah. a, right. this is like their their turf. Right. Uh, bizarre to bizarre. Uh, to even try to claim he's referring to Melania in that clip. Come on. So night before last on Seth Meyers, here's what Joe Biden said when he's asked about, you know, he's tossed this softball about his age because Seth Meyers is trying to set him up for this big home run that he supposedly hits. Concern for American voters. How do you address that concern going forward as you come up to the 2024 election? Well, a couple of things. Number one, mm-hmm. you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am, but he can't uh, remember his wife's name. Yeah. Uh, oh. uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, hey, come on. The fact oh, that this is actually... Ha- now, it's happened to, to Joe several times Yeah, where he's forgotten. Not forgotten, but like, you know, he... It was it had both he of those people mistakes. nearby, but yeah. clearly like meant to talk about his wife and used his sister's name, for example. Mm-hmm. In the Trump clip, he's clearly looking and referring to someone else. It's yes. just he's just he's right. like, hey, look at this. They really love Melania. It's kind of it seems like what he's referring to. They yeah. they start cheering wildly for Melania, and mm-hmm. he looks over to and then he's Mercedes on a different topic. That, yeah. like oh okay, and then there's this. Hey Mercedes, that's not bad, right? It's so obvious. So obvious. The- <laughs> But this lying douchebag of a president 
I mean, it's such an obvious lie. And you use that lie. in the, in the uh, medical With all sense. the, yes, yes. In the medical way and with all the respect due to Joe Biden. Um, I That's how I use douchebag in this particular instance. Now, you don't think there's any worry about <laughs> Joe Biden's health, do you? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Really? Uh, he just had, this is breaking news today. Uh, President Biden told reporters that he's getting his annual physical as questions mount about his mental illness or fitness uh, as he seeks his second term. Now, supposedly there was nothing on the schedule about this. There was no allusion to the fact that he was going to get a physical today. So that's why they're calling it. The headline is Biden makes unexpected trip to Walter Reed for a physical. Listen to the sentence. The doctor's appointment was not announced in advance, nor was it on the presidential schedule given a day ahead of time to the executive press corps. Now, I guess there could be a reason. You Mm. know, a lot of they don't put everything on his schedule. Right. uh, First of all, especially lately, because they don't want protesters showing up. Yeah. He's been heckled so much by pro-Palestinian protesters lately that they're, I think they're trying to keep his schedule secret until the last minute and then they show up somewhere. Maybe that's kind what this is. Kind of an is. issue. I, uh, kind yeah. of an issue for the president. I, I mean, like it he is. has a lot of uh, protection and he's going to Walter mm. Reed here. He's not going right. to like Sabaro downtown. <laughs> right. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Now he goes to ice cream places all the time with no problems. Yeah. But uh, I guess uh, he's, I, I, I don't, I don't buy it. They wouldn't tell us. I'll tell you that much. They would not tell you if he was having health problems and was rushed to Walter oh, Reed for some they reason. Wouldn't. No, and they look, would not. You know, we, you know, Trump wasn't exactly excited about telling when he had COVID yeah. near the election. They, they weren't excited about talking about that either. I mean, they, there's a reason why you want to come off as a strong, mm-hmm. physically uh, virile president, president, right? You don't. You want to project that strength. Yeah. Now, obviously, Joe Biden is incapable of doing that at this point. Uh, and the worries here over his health are real. And it's also, there are, there's a decent amount of people inside the Democratic Party looking for a way to get him out. They realize that the fact that they're losing to Donald Trump, the, the man they think of as Hitler himself, mm-hmm. is not only dangerous for them, but also embarrassing for them. I mean, I think they think this should be easy. And it's not easy because, Donald, because Joe Biden's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it should be. It, and he's look, definitely, he's compromised and we can all see it we all know it uh and when you play clips side by side from today as opposed to even three or four years ago yeah the difference is is incredible and it's it's interesting you know because obviously like donald trump is also um you know older right he's in his late 70s Mm -hmm. and he's about four years younger than joe biden if you go back and look at the polls from joe biden's 2020 run his numbers are pretty similar to trump's as far as how many people think he's too old to be president. Mm. That four years, though, it makes a big difference, as it we've sure all does. seen and we've yeah, all witnessed. And, you know, I mean, I think if you think about this, Pat, if you, let, let me go give you a blank slate election for a minute. Let me let me paint you the details of it. The, the president is going to take control of the country at a time of borderline economic depression over a pandemic that has just swept the nation and affected us in ways that we have never seen in you know in, in a century the fact that you take over at a low point like that right where joe biden took over it would almost seem impossible to blow that next election right because you're coming from such mm-hmm. a, a dark space this is a good a, a good example of this is barack obama back in 2012 he took over in the 2000 after the 2008 election in a time of 
you know, century-long economic problems, right? We had the 2008 collapse. He took over at the bottom of that. And we remember how bad his performance was bringing the country back, but still it was an improvement over where he took over because he took over at a low point. Yeah. Conveniently for him and for Biden, they both took over at low points in our country's history. So anybody should be able to make it better than that. And of course, you know, look, life is better than it was in 2020, certainly right now, because of the fact of we're not dealing with the COVID stuff. And it's allowed him to claim the lie that he created 14 14 million million jobs jobs and all this stuff. garbage. we all know that's a lie and we all know it's nonsense, but like it's usually enough to win an election, Mm -hmm. especially when the the Democratic uh, media will continually back you up on those claims and say Bidenomics is working and all this other crap that no one should believe. But like even with that runway... This man is losing. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you mm-hmm. imagine? Imagine, picture ourselves, Pat, as is a show that is on the left. How angry we would be every day that they haven't switched this guy out. <laughs> That's all we'd be talking about. Yeah. How can you let this guy be the the candidate? I look. Right. I you know we, we can complain all we want about Donald Trump if we're on the left, but like, why would we allow this opportunity to exist? Put somebody in there who could just win. Mm-hmm. There has to be somebody out there. Who can win and not be like Joe Biden? Part of the problem, though, is they've got such a weak bench. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah. If it's not Michelle Obama, and I really don't believe it will be. Unlike Glenn, I, I don't... You're not on the train? No, I'm not on I've the been keeping a list. Michelle Obama train. I got a list right here. She hates the country too much to do that job. She's not going to do it. Glenn, this is the Mich- Michelle Obama heads. Okay. Because I have a bet now with, with Glenn on this. Yeah? $1,000? He upped it to $2,000. Ooh. Really? $2,000. And I have right. another side bet with Jason Buttrell for $100 on this. I'm wow. writing all this down. Okay. 100, 2K. Because I may very well lose this. I'm, I'm more nervous now than when I made the bet. I will admit to that. Uh, but um, no way. She's not going to run. She's I, see, not I like going talking to, run. to you. You need to come on the show more often. <laughs> I like this. Uh, some of the Michelle Obama heads I've talked to Glenn Beck, Jason yeah. Buttrell, Dan Andros, Bill O'Reilly, Stephen Moore. All wow. say that they think really? there's a really good chance of Michelle Obama actually being the nominee when it comes down to it. No interest. She's got no interest in it. I, I hope you're right. Especially now that they're 100 millionaires and they're living this lifestyle, there's no way she wants to go back to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It's a lot of power, Pretend Pat. like she loves this country. She doesn't. Well, and she doesn't want to even pretend. change it into what she wants it and mold yeah, it into what she wants to be. I don't buy it. I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so either. And I still think it's a good bet on value. Like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, I'm, I'm happy with the with the wager. Yeah. However. You should be. I think you should be confident in it. Yeah. Es- I, especially I think- because even if Biden drops out, I can still, we still would push if unless it's Michelle Obama. So like Gavin Newsom is the nominee or Kamala yeah. Harris. Oh, there's no money to change his hands. And and that's that's their bench. Okay, you got Kamala Harris, you got Gavin Newsom. He's got a terrible record in oh, California Newsom's that you can terrible. exploit. And that's, I mean, he's done before he even gets started. Other than that, do you go back to Hillary? No way. No. Do you they try to Hillary. dig up the old Fossil climate change man, Al Gore? No way. I mean, I would have believed that a few election cycles ago. Yeah, it's too late. Right. For, for in the 2012, Al Gore maybe yeah. you think. I think we actually kind of were thinking it was a possibility in 2012. Richard Gephardt is the only. Dick Gephardt's obviously Dick the solution Gephardt here. Is obviously the one. He there is the bench strength. I mean, if sh- you go to and what is he 84 or something? 
I mean, it's... Who else are you going to pull? I mean, J.B. Pritzker? No. No. I mean, Josh Shapiro, I think, is somebody they talk about. I think... Nobody knows who he too, is. It's too early. Yeah. And you can't... Way too you early You need to that. slot someone in who is already established. That's why Michelle Obama kind of makes sense, right? Like, she, she could does step make in, sense. But if she wanted to. But you don't think she, she wants to do it? Good. She doesn't want Good. to. Good. I hope that's true. I don't think so. But we would be angry if we were on the left. Oh, yeah, right? we would. I'm assuming this is what some of the left-wing talk shows probably sound like. What are we probably. doing here? Right. Like, why don't we put somebody in here? And why didn't we do 100? it a long time ago? The guy's clearly compromised. We should have done this a year ago. Because, you know, now time's wasting. You better get some. If you're going to make that change, you better do it now. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Pat. It... You're on the left. I want you. You are mm-hmm. you are king of the left for a moment. You mm-hmm. are you are uh, the king of the Democratic Party. You make all decisions. All right. You don't can't except you can't have Michelle Obama. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you one decision. You get to make it. Okay? okay. Yes. If you had the choice right now, would you swap out Joe Biden for Kamala Harris? No. And let me get. Hold on. Let me give all you right. the. Let me give you a give little bit the, of rationale here. All right. Joe Biden's terrible. Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris also terrible <laughs> yes okay but they're while while her approval ratings are slightly worse mm-hmm. they are both really close to each other it's a point or two difference it doesn't really make much difference in this election mm-hmm. and the thing about kamala harris is if she were to run and uh f- well first of all you take off the table the age thing that's a major weakness of the democrats right now yeah. you take it off the table and you now be winning yeah. the age debate Right. right, because now you got a seventy-seven-year-old yes. versus a fifty-something-year-old. Uh-huh. So now you've, you're winning. You've taken a major weakness and turned it into a positive. Number two, worst-case scenario, Kamala Harris gets in there and loses, but then you're done with her. You're rid of you're you're rid. You don't have mm-hmm. to answer the "what about Kamala Harris" question ever again. Mm-hmm. She's lost. Mm-hmm. So at least, at the very least, you're now done with her. If Joe Biden runs and loses, you still got Kamala Harris around. You still got to deal with it. If she wins, you really got to deal with it. Yeah. At least you'd be done with it. And I mean, what's the risk? Is it that much worse? I don't know. You think about it for a second. Give All me right. your, your answer. Mm-hmm. For a second. Uh, how much convincing would it take for you to be part of something miraculous today? To participate in a process that will literally save the lives of unborn human beings. Because that's what the Ministry of Preborn is doing every single day in this country. The battle for the unborn wasn't won the day that we overturned Roe versus Wade. In fact, it just, again, we're seeing right now, it just got started that day. And Preborn is rising to the challenge to save lives by introducing an expecting mother to her unborn baby through a free ultrasound. Preborn doubles the chances she will choose life. They've rescued over 280,000 babies through love, compassion, and free ultrasounds. And every day they rescue 200 more. Uh, I am really proud that the show partners with Preborn, and I would love to see them continue to do this work. I'm sure you do too, but they do need our help. The ultrasounds are free to the mothers who need them, but they're not free to, you know, overall, we need to help. So uh, continue the fight for babies' lives because the left won't stop and we can't either. To donate securely, just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby, pound 250, say the keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash Beck, preborn.com slash Beck. It's sponsored by Preborn. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, the Glenn Beck Program. 
so Stu has proposed maybe that they swap out Joe Biden for Kamala or Harris. Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. That's and my proposal to you as the king yeah. of the Democratic Party, Pat Gray. Would I accept Would that? Would you do it if that was your only choice? Because you eliminate the age and the dementia problems. Yep. You're going to have uh, other problems. You're going to have sure. other word salad problems. Yep. She's but that's bad. Would you wildly rather? Wildly unpopular. I'd rather have a word salad or talking about how great school buses are with than a 52 year old right, than, than with an 81 year old. Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent. I'd rather have that cackle yeah. than you know Joe Biden falling over in the middle of a speech. Yeah, would now, you do it? I don't think Kamala wins, but like you said, even if she loses, then you've rid yourself of her of the problem for the future. Right. Not a bad idea. Mm, I think I would do it. I will. I will say, if I were the king of the Democratic Party, I think I'd pull the trigger on that one. Just, just do it right like, now. I would do it. Or do you wait until? I don't now, know. Yeah, you have, obviously, Joe Biden's not going to agree to this. It, you no, can't just do right. this. But if I could just swap them myself mm-hmm. and I'm looking for, if I wanted the Democrats to win, I would, sw- I would switch it and take my chances. The Glenn Beck Program. set the day, I guess, for uh, Steve Baker from The Blaze, Blaze journalist Steve Baker, to turn himself in. Uh, That day has finally been announced. Thank God. He's been around these offices. He's dangerous, man. He's been on the streets all this time. An insurrectionist just in the studios all the time. This guy, I mean, just look at his eyes. He's just wild. (laughs) (laughs) We're all terrified working with this guy. So we'll tell you when the streets will be safe uh, again for (laughs) democracy. (laughs) Uh, Coming up in one minute. Well, I like my steak. Well, I mean, and everything else I want to buy. Made in America. Made in America. While a lot of the meat of the grocery store has a little flag on it, it says product of the USA, that could mean that they just put it in the styrofoam tray. I'm not, I'm not making that up. It means they may have trimmed some of the fat here in America. Uh, right now, an overwhelming number of the meat in our stores is from overseas. We've got to stop this. Why would we be importing beef from China, from Brazil? Why would we be doing that at the same time putting our ranchers out of business? This is where Good Ranchers comes in. Pick up your box and use the promo code BECK. Enjoy $240 worth of free bacon. Now you can stock your fridge with easy to prepare, delicious American meat all year long. This is coming from the rancher in your area, unless you live in New York. It's coming from the ranches and the farmers all around. You get beef, pork, chicken, bacon, uh, you get fish, whatever you're looking for. The weekly essentials box is full of pre-trimmed beef and chicken. It'll help you prepare a meal and save you time without sacrificing the flavor or the quality. So whatever you're looking for, goodranchers.com. Make sure to subscribe today. Use the promo code BECK and claim $240 in free bacon right now. GoodRanchers.com. American meat, 
delivered. Uh, all right, Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, looks like Blaze News investigative journalist Steve Baker must now turn himself in to the FBI on Friday. On Friday. Now, initially they said before Christmas, then it, around Christmas they said, nah, it'd be after Christmas. Then they said January, they gave him a January date, and then they put that off too. I don't know, maybe they'll put this date off as well. But uh, for now, it looks like Friday morning he needs to turn himself in in Dallas. Uh, and uh, I don't know what they're going to do with him. They said it, they're probably not going to detain him. It'll be in an in and out kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's hard to know what this is about. Now, we we I, we don't know what Steve Baker did inside that building. I mean, he's a, a, a very aggressive person. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, I mean, this guy's the calmest guy in the world, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you talk to him and you realize that immediately. He's a guy who's you know, been a journalist for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an independent journalist that day. And he was working there. By the way, there are cameras all over this building. They know exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure those cam- those that that footage will come to light at some point soon, mm-hmm. um, and you'll be able to judge for yourself if he did anything wrong. Now, of course, to be clear, you might think, well, going in there at all is a problem, and they could theoretically charge everyone that went into the building, right? They could with some sort of misdemeanor crime of trespassing or parading or whatever you want to do, including, by the way, the New York Times journalists that were in the side taking pictures and many other mainstream media publications. Except they haven't. They haven't charged with any, of, any them. of them. Yeah. Any of the left-wing journalists, any of the mainstream journalists that were in there, they haven't charged at all. They've only gone after conservative journalists. And, and like, you know, look, some people may claim, ah, I'm just a journalist. I swear, that's I'm, I'm journalistically beating up this police officer. I, I can understand why you might be skeptical of those claims. However... I don't think anyone is actually skeptical of Steve's claim that he was a journalist there. He's, you know, he's been, you know, doing this stuff for a very long time. You know, he his work is well known. Mm-hmm. And again, there's footage from what he did in the Capitol. I mean, look, if we find footage of Steve uh, slugging a police officer, I'm going to tell him he should go to jail. You know, but I don't think we're going to find that. No, I don't think, I don't we think are. so. I don't think we are. Uh, and, you know, his lawyer said this is really unusual for them to go this route. Because they didn't have to. It's no. he's charged with misdemeanors. Yep. He just told him it's it's misdemeanor charges. So why are you doing this? It's very bizarre that they'd have an arrest warrant for him from misdemeanors. And really, he just entered the Capitol. He filmed what was going on. He's a journalist. Journalists, that's what they do. Um, and again, the New York Times journalists aren't charged with anything. No. So why? And and by the way, his footage has been used all over the place. All the, over. Are those do those places get you know by, by mainstream media institutions? Are they are those places going to get charged? No, no. And of, of course, course that's not. part of the problem. He's he's shown especially lately with the pipe bomb footage that he's shown. Yeah, where they moved the cameras away uh, as soon as the the pipe bombs were found and detonated. Oh, all of a sudden, the cameras were moved about 90 degrees away from what happened there. That's interesting. And oddly, you'll you'll oh. note that January 6th does not mean January 6th, 2024, right? It's not like right. this happened and in a couple yeah. months they charged. They waited years and years until he uncovered this information to, to bring him in. They, they threatened Jeez. him with all sorts of legal uh, outcomes uh, over the years, but they are waiting till now 
2024. This is 2021 we're talking about. It's three years ago. Yeah. Why are they waiting three years if this guy's this danger to society? I mean, again, they have cameras on every inch of this property. This reminds me of them getting the Amish milk farmer off the streets because that guy was dangerous. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They finally, the FBI showed up and arrested him, Thank got God. him off that farm, put him in jail because he's been selling raw milk. And uh, I, for one, feel a lot safer knowing that mm-hmm. he's not on the streets or farms of America doing that same thing right now. Phew. I sleep better at night knowing that. I'll sleep the same way when uh, when Steve Baker is finally put away. Put away for good. Put away. That's what we need. <laughs> and, you know, look, it's just, I don't know if this is a show. I don't know if they're saying sending a signal, hey, stop talking about this and this will go away. Yeah. Seems like that's the signal they've been it talking about for a long like time. That. He has it no does. interest in that deal. Uh, Steve no, is, I think he's pretty, wants the truth out. Pretty well proven that. Yeah. And I will say this as well. You look at his coverage of, uh, was the Oath Keepers trial? Mm-hmm. where he showed, you know, multiple inconsistencies on the testimony that not only paints the, the narrative that many of us care about, right? Like uh, what the truth was about this day and what happened. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's true. But also like individual people who were put in prison because of these trials and were not given access to the footage that would have exonerated them. Like... I, yeah. These people, like, you, you could watch, this could be the subject of a Netflix documentary. This could be the next Making a Murderer. I mean, maybe not as, uh, uh, you know, the, the stakes aren't as high as there was no murder. But still, like, you could have a, a Innocence Project type of approach to this and show that these guys, I mean, they were lying under oath to get these guys convicted. And he's already shown, this is all on The Blaze. I mean, look, you know, if you don't subscribe to The Blaze, I would encourage you to. I mean, Steve's work is a great example as to what is coming from uh, from the Blaze. You go to uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Glenn. That gives you 20 bucks off and it gets you access to all the shows. Uh, Stu Does America, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, the Glenn Beck radio program, Glenn Beck TV program, so many others, Mark Levin. Uh, you know, there's just, a, you know, uh, Sarah Gonzalez has a new show that I think you really will like. There's a ton of shows out there uh, that you're going to love. But it also gets you access to this the new website and the print journalism that is going on. And these are investigations that the mainstream media won't do. We complain about this all the time. We always say we want this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the blaze is doing it right now. I mean, this is the, all the stuff you're getting about January 6th. The actual uh, investigation is coming from largely Steve Baker, uh, one guy who's uh, works mm-hmm. for the blaze and is about to go to, you know, get arrested. <laughs> you know, and, and, and if you've seen this stuff, you probably have, you've seen it from, congressmen have been talking about it why do you think they're talking about it they're talking about it because of steve's work Mm -hmm. that's why they know about it in the first place yeah and so you know it is important and if you if you have an extra few bucks if you don't you don't that's you know it's okay uh but if you have an extra few bucks and you think that this stuff is valuable please subscribe blaze tv.com slash glenn and the promo code is glenn also, in a somewhat related story, a judge in California just threw out charges against two far-right political agitators saying the federal government engaged in selective prosecution by charging right-wing rioters, but not the far-left agitators they fought against, uh, who did the exact same thing. Robert Rundo and Robert Bowman attended a pro-Trump free speech rally in Berkeley in April of 2017 as members of Rise Against Movement, or RAM. It was a far-right 
white nationalist group that engaged in violence against left-wing groups like Antifa. One of those groups was by any means necessary BAMN, which would descend upon right-wing events to shut them down and start fights. Antifa and related far-left groups decided they needed to shut this down. They came prepared for violence, bringing weapons, including pepper spray, fireworks, knives, and homemade bombs, according to uh, Judge Cormac Carney. Uh, And they used those weapons, as well as their bodies, against Trump supporters and law enforcement. But they didn't charge any of them. They charged the right-wing people, uh, protesters. Interesting. If only this could transpire with January 6th as well, uh, you might be onto something here. Wouldn't, wouldn't mm. that be nice? If, I don't know, justice, if there was equal justice under the law. Hmm, something we talk about all the time, but see uh, kind of rarely, increasingly rarely lately. Uh, pretty amazing. Also, a majority of voters recognize uh, that Democrats and their lawfare against Trump is political election interference. Hmm. I mean, that's how blatant the Democrats have been in this unequal treatment of, uh, of the right as opposed to the left. But a majority of voters think Democrats are engaged in lawfare to knock former President Donald Trump out of the race. Isn't that kind of what they were accusing him of? Trying to yeah. get people out of the race or or in, interfere with an election? And it's just exactly what they're doing to him right now. Uh, trying desperately to get him off ballots. More than half of voters, though, believe Democrats are using the government and the legal system in biased ways to take out their political opponent. That's according to a new Harvard Caps Harris poll. When asked the question, do you think Democrats today are engaged in lawfare, a campaign using the government and the legal system in biased ways to take out a political opponent, or do you think the prosecutions of Donald Trump are fair and unrelated to politics? 58% agreed the prosecution uh, was unfair, compared to 42% who said the indictments are fair. So 58-42. When pollsters flipped the order of the question, A majority still said Trump legal woes are a Democrat strategy to take out a political opponent opponent with uh, 45% disagreeing. So America is starting to wake up to this. And they're starting to see what's going on, not only with January 6th, but with Donald Trump and and with people like these these two people in, uh, these two guys in California who are doing the same thing the left, the Antifa Mm -hmm. protesters were doing. And it's starting to have an effect. Uh, people are waking up to this. Uh, it's good to know. Yeah. And this is one of the reasons I'm highly skeptical of polls that claim that a, a decent amount of Republican voters will bail on Trump if he's convicted of a felony. Oh, I don't think so at all. I don't buy it. Uh, I don't, you don't think either? so at all. Uh, yeah. I, I, no. I, I th- I'm sure some will. There will be few. But I, I, don't, I don't think that number is going to be particularly high. Maybe if he goes high. to prison, if, if people yeah, I think believe that's different. that he's... I do think that's different. Yeah. If he actually went to prison, which I don't think there's really any chance of before the election. No, I don't think uh, so I don't either. think that's possible. Uh, it's it's possible, but it's unlikely. Um, if he doesn't if go he to... did, what would it be? It would be like ho- either home arrest or it would be... I don't know. But I do think that could change people's opinions. I mean, I, I think 
people have an aesthetic distaste for, for voting for someone who's in prison. <laughs> you know, I just think that's just a, I think a that's thing. legitimate, yeah. Um, but I do think that, like, the people who are just saying, ah, you know, he got convicted of a felony, like in the documents case. Oh, he really kept those documents longer than he was supposed to, or whatever. I find it highly skeptical that they will not talk themselves into, eh, wasn't that big of a deal. That brings up kind of another interesting question as to... Uh, okay, let's say he's convicted of a, a felony, doesn't go to prison before the election, gets elected. They're still planning to put him in prison for whatever offense he's been found guilty of. Can he pardon himself? I think he can from anything I th- federal. Uh, I, I think, I think he can. literally uh, and legally he can. Yes, I think the state yeah. stuff would be more complicated. That I don't. I, now there are yeah. some people who argue he could even excuse himself from the state thing i want to say mark levin makes this argument and you know mark is really Mm. smart yeah um but uh i I think that would be yeah yeah, he does um i think it would be very difficult though to uh to do that i don't think he'd be able to on the other hand i also don't think that would it would be allowed for him to go to prison if he was actually president (laughs) i think that that would they would push off the sentence or something after his term yeah Yeah. i don't think it would actually happen again this is all ridiculous speculation and i think the people generally speaking will come down on the side of hey this is this is targeting they're going after this guy in a way that i don't think any any of us thought was possible 15 years ago like i don't think you even thought as bad as the democrats were you wouldn't think oh they're gonna try to throw throw their opponents in prison because it just (laughs) looks too bad right like they don't care anymore they just don't care more coming up in one minute Isn't it interesting that the country which has been working the hardest to undermine our country in so many ways for decades is also the country that makes the majority of our medicine? Yay! Isn't this a great idea? It's a good way of formatting things for us. Um, For, I don't know, apparently no good reason. Medication shortages just seem to happen out of thin air. And a lot of this has to do with, you know, so much of our medication is in China and we have all sorts of supply chain issues. And if things turn tough, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think China is going to do? Manufacturing uh, is an issue that we're all considering. And in the meantime, it's important to take this problem into your own hands. And you can do that with the Jace case by Jace Medical. It's a pack of different antibiotics that you use to treat a host of bacterial illnesses in case of an emergency. And this is something that you can keep in your home or it's ready for use in a situation where you otherwise can't get medication that you need. It's also great for just travel and to just be prepared. If things in the supply chain get worse, It's going to be the vast majority of vital medicines that could be in short supply. So don't delay. Time could be short. Go to jacemedical.com and enter the code BECK at checkout for a discount on your order. The promo code is BECK at jacemedical.com. J-A-S-E medical.com. It's jacemedical.com. 10 seconds, station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Glenn, I guess, lost his voice. Yesterday, he did. Yeah, Kurt, at the end of the show, he was out for the last hour. Couldn't he just was losing it, and it basically, apparently, completely went overnight. So we hope he's going to be back tomorrow. But obviously, it's hard to do a radio show without a voice. People have noticed this over the years. Oh, it's getting weird. easier with really? AI. Yeah, uh, you yeah. can just now just simulate the voice, and maybe we'll do that uh, later in the week. Okay. But as of right now, Glenn, okay. we expect to be a fully human. <laughs> host at some point uh, here in the next couple of days that is possible though we th- huh. it, all right it is legitimately possible now you could you could host a show with ai i think you could and right probably get away with I, it. I think that's actually kind of happening right yeah. now i think people are trying it and uh it's pretty interesting one day we should just do it then we could just stay home 
Like, I mean, again, like the AI, AI might destroy that. the world, but like not by next Tuesday. Save you some work, though, along yeah. the way. And we get just nice. to stay home and just, you know, watch the the replay of the BYU-Kansas <laughs> game, for example, over and over and over again. I'm not opposed to that. Right. As I think you probably know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you'd watch any Philadelphia Eagles victory that uh, Do you know how many times somewhat unexpected. Do you have any idea how many times I've watched the Super Bowl the, that they won? How many times from beginning no, to end? No, but I'd, I'd love to times. know. Uh, is it times. over 10? Uh, yes, 10 it's times? over 10. It's and, over 10? Yes, it's over 10. Okay. And it's also, uh, I've made, you know, I went to the game with my son. It was, it was the first football game he ever went to. He's an Eagles fan. And the first football game he ever went to was their Super Bowl victory uh, over the New England Patriots. So I made videos of that whole trip and I had it awesome. edited together to like a 20-minute trip video and I'm we've not watched sure I that knew you took him to that oh yeah i miss oh, one that's of the, cool i mean it is legitimately one of the best the best days of my life i mean and i mean that with <laughs> every bit of 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 honesty it is I'm i sure yeah it, i mean yeah. just the, the the watching them win that game was absolutely incredible and then, your, and then my your son being there, there and that's it was really his cool. first game and like it's cool again i've worked really hard to lock him into being an eagles fan yeah, my dad I loved him to death. He passed away years ago, but he was unsuccessful in making me a Giants fan. Mm. And I vowed from the mm. moment of birth, I would do everything I can to lock him into being a Philadelphia Eagles fan for the rest of his life. And I got to say, making the first game he ever went to, the Super Bowl that they win, the first one ever. That helped. That's about as good as you can do. I, yeah. I feel like my parenting yeah. life is just, I, what else can I possibly do here what with What is parenting? he, 11? He's now 12. 12 now? It's insanity. Is, and he's a huge... Eagles huge fan. Eagles fan, huge Eagles fan, and a huge Blue fun. Jays fan too. Really which fun. I, which again, which makes not, not absolutely easy. zero sense no. for either of you. For but, either of okay. us, but it does. It All is right. my reality, and he's a big Blue Jays fan as well. I mean, so. you are a Canadian sports, sports celebrity. Celebrity, yes, my official title. <laughs> so it's, it was a good, that was a good day. You had a good day last night. I will say also yes. happy uh, Bitcoin sixty thousand day to those who celebrate, um, especially those who bought at three hundred. Yeah, three. What, I mean, it was some people bought you. it three dollars. It was available for you to buy it at three hundred. Did it you do it? Available. How much did you buy? All together? Yeah, yeah, all together. All if you added together. all up, if all I the added purchases, all up, around three hundred dollars. Carry the per one price. Bring down the and zero none dollars. <laughs> it's zero investment in that. That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. it does. Um, it does. But it sums up my entire investing history. Career. Of investment, uh, my whole portfolio. It sums it up really, really nice. Mm-hmm. So, sure does. Yeah, none, zero, zero. <laughs> oh. Glenn Beck. A good night's sleep can be hard to come by sometimes. You get to the end of the evening, and it's just hard to shut the old brain down. You know, all the worries and cares that, uh, that go on during the day can get you keyed up to the point where that sleep is about impossible. You can't live like that. You got to have good rest so you can face all the worries and cares that will come with tomorrow because tomorrow is probably going to be worse than uh, than today. So what can you do? Relief factor sleep. Uh, this is the, uh, you know, there's re- just like re- regular relief factor that you take for pain. Relief factor sleep is 100% drug free. You get the good sleep that you really need without feeling like you got hit by a truck the next morning. And this is a blend of natural ingredients. It's designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress improving mood, and promoting relaxation. Glenn uses this all the time. He, he loves it. And of course, you feel the difference from the first night. So why not give it a shot? The first bottle is only nineteen ninety five. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Or you can go to relieffactor.com. 
sleep is so vital and research keeps showing this over and over again you gotta get the sleep that you need so use relief factor sleep it's relieffactor.com or 800 the number four relief Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Steve Dace, Jason Whitlock, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. Pat and Stu for Glenn, whose uh, voice is not doing well today. Uh, hopefully he'll be back tomorrow. Uh, a list of the most woke companies in America has just been released by the ACVF, which is uh, the uh, American Conservative Values Foundation. I like it. He I came up with something. something. I don't know if it's yeah. right, but he came up with one. And Sounds I was like it worried. could be, right? You got in the middle of it. I wasn't sure you had an <laughs> <laughs> You could see the end of the road there, but you did it. <laughs> um, Walt Disney, the most woke company wow. in America, Number, according the to the most ACVF. Woke most com- woke. That's, it's a pr- that's surprising. It is. I wonder what the, what is the. I mean, theory? I know they're woke, but the oh, most. Yeah. yeah like, geez. Uh, there are like overtly left wing. Co- I mean, ben and Jerry's comes to mind. It's like an yeah. overtly oh, left wing yeah. company. Right? right. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, there are companies that are explicitly marketing only to liberals. Right. Where Disney yeah. is not doing that. I mean, in a way, I think they're worse because they're not doing that. Right. Like, I would rather mm-hmm. have a company being honest and like, mm-hmm. hey, we're left wingers. This is what we do. Disney's like, hey, we're here for the safety of your children. And they're like, by the way, we're going to work in all this left-wing propaganda. I think that's worse. So maybe that's how they're doing this uh, analysis. Yes, that could be. Um, Number two, Target. Definitely left-wing. Yeah. Um, And number three. I mean, these are the big names, but I'm surprised they're at the top of this list. Get this one. BlackRock, only third. That surprises me. I I would put BlackRock at the top of Mm. this. Uh, their CEO is probably as woke and obviously woke as you can possibly get. He's the one that claims that they're trying to change your behavior, and he's openly talking about that. Mm. Yeah, we need to change behaviors. Uh, No? How about no? Um, At number four, Alphabet, you know, which is Google, of course. By the way, uh, Google is a big one, and I, I... On last night's Stu Does America, I talked to Aaron McIntyre about this. Mm-hmm. He was outlining just how deep this goes because people were talking about how the Google Gemini AI photo creation was, you know, like it would, wouldn't give you a white person no matter what you did. It'd be like, okay, show me a Viking. And it gives you like a black person and an, an Asian and an Indian, uh, a Native American <laughs> oh, and right. Indian. Like it's just like right. they will not, you know, give you a white person. And like what we... You know, one of the things Jeez. I we talked about was that this is, this is the mistake here is not that it did this; it's that it did this so overtly. Like this was supposed right. to be subtle, and you weren't supposed to notice, and it was supposed to give you this woke stuff without really setting off alarm bells. And it did set off alarm bells because it was so bad. But his point was, and I, <laughs> this is scary, and you know this if you're a parent. Google has worked really hard to nestle itself into the education system in this country. If you have kids, you know, a lot of their work is done on Google Classroom, Google Documents. Uh, right. Um, and all of this is going to be filtered through Google. How they search for the information is Google. They're not going to the library, right? Like they're going mm-hmm. through Google. Mm-hmm. All this information they're learning. And then the other pathway is also open because all the work they're submitting is going through Google systems. When they're submitting their work 
and they want to get their grades from their teachers. It's all on Google systems in almost all public schools and many private schools. Yeah. So something really to think about. I encourage you to go back and watch that interview. Uh, Stu Does America, youtube.com slash Stu Does America with Aaron McIntyre yesterday. Okay. So Google or Alphabet number four. At number five, Meta or Facebook. Uh, very woke. At number mm-hmm. six, Starbucks. I mean, no surprise there. They've always no. been. No. They've always been among the uh, most woke corporations. Then you got Bank of America. That's a mild number surprise, seven. maybe that high mild. on the list. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at number eight, Nike. Okay. Yeah. Again, you know, right. you think they'd be on the list? Mm-hmm. Number nine, Coca-Cola. Wow. These are all. I get. This must be all like Fortune 500 companies only, or something. Yeah, these the are biggest, all really big ones. The biggest companies that are woke. Yeah, yeah, I would mm-hmm. say so because these are all gigantic. Yep, uh, megaliths. Um, Apple at number ten, rounding out the top ten. Mm-hmm. Then Pfizer, mm-hmm. Amazon, mm-hmm. Microsoft, Walmart surprises me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess again, if you're talking about the fact that they have some woke tendencies, that wouldn't surprise me. The fact that they're number fourteen on the list of most woke companies does kind of surprise me. And Netflix round out the top 15. Yeah. I mean, I, it's interesting what their, you know, what their uh, criteria is. Like, you know, for example, like the New York Times isn't on the list. Yeah. Right. Like the New York Times right. is pretty darn woke. Yeah. Right? But they're not gigantic but companies they're not gigantic. like this. So may so, just be just massive, massive I would companies. say this must be Fortune 500. Yeah. Or better. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's an interesting list. list. Interesting. It's an interesting list. Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of the New York Times and how woke they are, have you seen this story from <laughs> uh, Adam Rubenstein? Uh, he is a writer and was an mm. editor at the New York Times. Yeah, this is the guy who is kind of doing a tell-all yeah. about them. He was the guy who edited uh, the opinion piece written by Tom Cotton for the New York Times, where he called for troops to be de- deployed legally to uh, quell the unrest in the cities around the George Floyd time. Yeah, And this created a situation that wound up getting the op-ed manager blown out. Um, it created all sorts of, of craziness there. And again, it was such a stupid issue. And the article goes through the, the entire process here. A U.S. senator submits an idea uh, for a, 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 an op-ed, and he writes one that is being supported by more than 50% of the country, mm-hmm. is legal, and has been utilized by past presidents. Uh, you know, all the things that are make it relatively normal, maybe a little provocative, but that's the whole point of an opinion page. And he edits it and... You know, the the people, the, the AOC wing of the um, New York Times goes crazy. And they say, like, how can this be happening? You're targeting blackness. I feel unsafe just being here that this was approved. And, of course, he's in the same Slack channels reading all these messages. He goes through all of it. It's worth your time to read his entire story, which has now been written by The Atlantic. And The Atlantic, of course, has also been guilty of this exact same crap. They did this to Kevin Williamson. When he, they went back and found tweets about abortion or something that they didn't like, they hired him and fired him immediately. So they are not good on this issue either. One thing they are well known for is fact-checking their stories, though. The Atlantic is very well known for a, an anno- a borderline annoying fact-checking process where they go through and, and ask lots of questions about basic things you put in your articles. That doesn't mean everything they write is true by any means, by our standards or by the truth standards, but they do have a... If you just you can't just write some BS story without having some evidence of it. So, of all the stuff in this story from Adam Rubenstein, the the thing that's getting the most attention is the start, and this is how the story begins. 
One of my first days at the New York Times, I went to an I orientation. It's amazing. Love this story. With more than a dozen new hires. We had to do an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Pick a starburst out of a jar and then answer a question. My starburst was pink, I believe. Of course, there. By the way, it's all pink is always the right answer with starburst. Mm-hmm. What, what lunatic would pick a different flavor? <laughs> pink is obviously the best starburst flavor by a, a large margin. My starburst was pink, I believe. So I had to answer the pink prompt, which had me respond with my favorite sandwich. Okay, so some dumb BS HR thing. You're in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's get to know you. What's your favorite sandwich? So. He says... He was afraid to say his favorite sandwich. Right. Because it was too bougie. Right. Russ and Daughters Super Heebster came to mind. But I figured mentioning a $19 sandwich wasn't a great way to win new friends. Now, I, mm. I don't know if you had the same curiosity I did, but I wondered what the hell is Russ and Daughters Super Heebster? What yeah, is the sandwich? I didn't, I didn't know. I've looked it up for But you. I did not look it up. By the way, you can order this to your home. Oh. No matter where you are in the country. All right. The Super Heebster. It'll cost a little more than $19, it's more than I imagine, $19, to have it yes. delivered. Uh, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too, too much more. Uh, the Super Heapster is white fish and baked salmon salad, mm. horseradish dill cream cheese. No, thank you. Wasabi-infused <laughs> flying fish roe on a bagel. That what? does not sound appealing to me at all. <laughs> no. uh, I gotta uh, say, no, that does not no, sound good you. to me. I, I love, I love New York bagels, but that, no, weird fish. I, I don't understand any of that stuff. My wife will eat lox sometimes. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Okay, so that is just a, an aside. Um, and by the way, you can get that uh, six bagels with all the trimmings to make those sandwiches mm-hmm. for one hundred and sixty dollars. Oh wow, that's so you can get well that then. shipped to you if if you if you're interested. <laughs> Okay, so he, he okay. doesn't want to say the expensive sandwich. Uh-huh. So he blurts out the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. And he's like, I considered the ice broken. The HR representative leading the order, or orientation chided me. incredible. We don't do that here. They hate gay people. End oh quote. People started snapping their fingers in acclamation. Now remember, why are they snapping their fingers? Because clapping can be jarring. Yeah. So they stopped doing this. Yeah, and right. now they do. <laughs> can you imagine the so idiocy ridiculous. of this right i i mean non-stop no. idiocy yeah uh people started snapping their fingers in acclamation that hey they recognize chick-fil-a hates gay people uh i ha- i hadn't been thinking about the fact that chick-fil-a was transgressive in liberal circles for its chairman's opposition to gay marriage not on the politics the chicken i quickly said but it was too late too late i sat down yeah, yeah. ashamed <laughs> as well you should <laughs> right now What's fascinating about this is immediately everybody on the left started saying that's BS. That story's not true. Now, of course, they defend the Atlantic every other time in their fact-checking process. Mm-hmm. But uh, they came out. Ida Bay Wells mm-hmm. said it never happened. Um, uh, Bill Gruskin, I will swear on a stack of AP style books that this is perfectly acceptable for editors, even in the Atlantic, to both fact-check in-person anecdotes and to tell your readers that you did that, basically accusing them for not fact-checking. Now, of course... Barry Weiss, who was at the New York Times, says what those editors would find is that every word here is true. Adam Robenstein told me and other colleagues at this story when it happened. Um, John Levine said, for what it's worth, Adam Rubenstein told me the chicken sandwich story in 2019. Uh, Evan Kriege, uh, Evan I guess is the name. I have as clear a day as memory of having lunch with Adam Rubenstein in New York City in October 2019. Were they asked, eating at the heapster? The, I think the, maybe they were. That's true. Uh, the super heapster. 
Superheat. Yeah, you don't want the regular right. heat. No, 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 you no. Just go, you gotta it's go not super, the same. No, you got to go superheat. Asking about his new job at the New York Times, he told me the exact same story then. Multiple people have come out. And of course, that's what they did. The, the Atlantic, to fact check this story, went and they have now come out and said, we went to multiple people who had evidence of this story happening mm. at the time. It would be very difficult to tell people this story in 2019, assuming, I guess, in the future you mm-hmm. may need it right. to embarrass the New York Times. It would be weird right. to do that, but theoretically possible with the time machine and a flux capacitor. Likely. Yeah, not not likely. Right. Unless so. you know Doc Brown, I doubt it happened. It so, just goes to show that everything we believe and say about the New York Times is true, and then some. And getting worse. And getting worse. You know, I mean... The fact that, like, you know, Barry Weiss, who's not a conservative. No, not at all. She is, like, you know, she's, for at least as long as I've known, a Democrat. You know, again, Mm -hmm. sensible, moderate, uh, and, you know, really smart on a lot of stuff. But, like, not like some hardcore liberal. And the fact that she was, like, just ran out of there and started her own thing because it was so bad at the New York Times. This has happened with so many people. And and what's scary about this is, uh, I, 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 and let me, uh, and I'm going to get philosophical here with you, Pat, but uh, mm. uh, back in, uh, about 20 years ago, John Mayer released a song and it was called um, uh, Waiting on the World to Change, I think it was called. Mm. And mm-hmm. at the time it was basically this like, you know, gen, maybe millennial, I don't know what he is, millennial, gen X uh, thing about the Iraq war. Iraq war is bad and we're going to wait on the world to change. Eventually we'll get control and we won't do these mean war things. But like the the point of this is he was kind of right because eventually these lunatics who are who've been taught by our education system are going to grow up and have control of this stuff. And it's happening in the media first because that's where the most liberal people are. And now the New York Times Mm. is overwhelming the old school liberal journalists who used to just be liberal, but at least wanted to give you the facade. They were they were journalists. And now they're defeating them and getting them fired. I mean, this is, the road we're going down is a dark one, Pat. Dark. It is. It is. Uh, and that's more than I ever knew about uh, John Mayer's music right there <laughs> uh, in one fell swoop. So thank you for sure. I, I, I only I'm hope to educate. Not uh, as up on my John Mayer music as I probably should be. And, and now I'm enlightened. Appreciate You're up on you. Foreigner, though. Yes. Who well, may be going definitely. into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> definitely right. Triple eight nine hundred. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming up. If you're a gun owner, you know as well as I do, there's nothing quite as satisfying as hitting what you're aiming at. You want to do that in all circumstances, uh, and you also know that in order to do that on a regular basis, you have to practice a lot. How do you do that without spending a fortune on ammunition? What you need is a way to get in good practice, whether you're using live ammo or not. And you'll love the Mantis X. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system used widely by the military, and helps you improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm and connect it with an app on your smartphone via Bluetooth. And then whether, you know, whether you're firing actual rounds or even just dry fire practicing, it will give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. It's like having that firearms instructor right in your front pocket. And just importantly, it's going to save you a lot of money. So... Be a responsible gun owner and increase your competence and confidence today with Mantis X. Get yours at MantisX.com. MantisX.com. The Glenn Beck Program.
Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. Stu, uh, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, hey, if uh, you're yes. looking for a delicious cookie, I am. If I might just be so bold, yeah, as to well, say, where would I get one? Kexy.com, K E K S I. It's like sexy, only with a K, uh, with a couple of K's because sexy is not spelled with a K at all. Uh, but uh, right. Kexy.com, uh, we're, we got our new March uh, rollout coming up day after tomorrow, but you can still get the February cookies right now and they're absolutely the best on earth they are kexy.com confirmed yeah fact check true also make sure you're listening to pat gray unleashed uh tomorrow morning bright and early fact check mostly true yes you're not there every morning well okay every monday through friday well, there you go monday through friday uh also studios america of course uh, every every when uh, does that happen that happens 8 p.m eastern on blaze tv but you could also get it podcast whenever you'd like but if i don't live in the east what am i supposed to do you just uh, i tune in at eight i've missed the show you watch it on demand pat always available for you and okay. also on youtube uh, so check it out youtube.com slash stew does america what also... if i don't like the fact that they've edited everything you said that day <laughs> well then, then what then do you do probably go to blaze tv.com slash okay. i'm sh- right. i for one i'm shocked our israel versus hamas bit has not been excommunicated. It has been demonetized from YouTube, oh, it but was? it's still up there. So All while right. it while it is up there, go go check it out. YouTube.com slash Stew Does America. The Glenn Beck Program.